Welcome to episode 38 of the Momster Squad with your hosts, Becky, Jen, and Abby. We're us real, down-to-earth, and sometimes raunchy moms talk about our lives. So get ready to reach into your inner momster and take this journey with us. <laughs> Hello, ladies and listeners. Hello. Hello. I hope everybody had a lovely week. Um, I know that the three of us all have some different personal things we would like to share with our listeners today, and it'll be first time for us hearing each other's story for the most part. Mm -hmm. Uh, the main topic that we will get to after our personal, sometimes raunchy lives, um, we are going to talk about Breaking the Good Mom Myth. It's written by Allison Schaefer. Um... This will probably be a continuum throughout some of our future episodes. Uh, today, I am going to have us cover some things in one of the chapters that is titled... Well, now I forgot. <laughs> Apparently, I didn't write that one down. Where's my tags? Um, okay, the title of the it's chapter two is Myth with the um, colons, mm -hmm. my children are a reflection of me. Okay. So we'll get to that later. In the meantime, Abby, apparently you had something going on the other day with the car wash? Yes, it was yesterday. So AJ went out to the store um, to get some things for the house. So it was me and Riker. And usually it's around the time Riker goes to take his nap. So I went to put him down. For some reason yesterday, he did not want to take a nap. So I was just like, oh, my God, I need to get out of this house. So I just took him. I was like, we're just going to go to the car wash. One, he hated the car wash. I shouldn't have went to the car wash because he's screaming. And I'm like, oh, okay, bad idea. Um, clearly he didn't like I can see how that can be horrifying for yeah. a child that's and not yeah, it make, yet. Yeah, it makes sense, but whatever. <laughs> went through. But as, so it was like an automated car wash because I don't, especially since I have him, I don't want to be out washing the car right and it would just take too long plus you're pregnant you shouldn't be out there physically washing it anyway in my opinion no well <laughs> i do what i do anyway <laughs> you should have seen me when i was working i was changing out tanning bulbs and one time i was on the ladder and i my, oh my uh, god my uh assistant who was my friend hannah she was looking at the camera and she texted me and she's like you better get off that ladder right now. So not only were you on the ladder, but she you looked at your phone yes. while you were on the ladder. Yes. That's fantastic. <laughs> but besides the point, back to the car wash. So I'm in there. It's doing what it's doing. And you know the the big wheel part that has like big the wheel, fabric. Keep on I don't know what the term is. Probably and it like goes over your burning. car. <laughs> <laughs> to watch it. So I'm watching it. It goes over, and I'm looking in my rear view mirror. I see it go, like, behind the car to wash it. And as it goes up, I see, like, some square thing, and I heard a noise, like, something popped off. And I was like, that better not be my fucking license plate. <gasps> so, <laughs> so I mean, I can't do anything at the moment, so I'm just waiting for it to be done. Meanwhile, I have somebody right behind me, and you know how car washes are once... Yeah. Yeah. You go out, it's their turn. Yeah. So I was done, and I pull out, and I stopped the car to look back to see if it was my license plate. 
Yes, my license plate's gone. Oh my god, oh my god. Now this other person's in there, so I pull up to the front, and I'm standing there, I have the door open to And this is one of those ones that doesn't actually have have a person there to help. And, you, yeah. and all the signs before you enter are like, we're not responsible for any damage and stuff. And I'm like, of course, this fucking would happen. <laughs> so I'm standing there, my pregnant ass. I had the door open on Riker's side because I'm trying to, like, keep him calm. And, like, I'm here. And I'm just waiting for her to be done as well as I'm, like, right by where you can pay for it. Just in case another car pulls up, I wanted to stop them and be like, can you wait a moment? Because, so, like, I need to go so grab my Were the components still, were they moving still when you went in to get it? No, I waited for it to stop. And it comes out all bubbles. And thankfully, um, nobody, yeah, that, and thankfully nobody pulled up, um, like, right after this lady, because I was like, they're going to think, like, well, this crazy lady's knocking on my window, like, probably wants some change or something. I pregnant, I need to feed my baby. It's like, no, I just want to get my license plate. So I retrieved it. I couldn't pop it back on the car. So I'm like, fuck. And I tried to call AJ. And of course, you know, the times when you need them, they don't pick up the damn phone. So I was like, whatever. So I just put my license plate in the front seat of the car. And I drove home. And I said, let's hope I don't get pulled over. Which, thankfully, I didn't. Because then if I did, I probably would have broke down and started crying. And be like, I have a baby. I'm pregnant. The fucking car wants my license plate off. Imagine all of the stories that the police officers get when they pull people over. The legitimate and then just the the lies, you know? Well, they would have saw I I have it. (laughs) And look, my car's still wet. Yeah, but... Plus, we passed that trooper barracks on our way home from yeah. the main drag. Yeah, and I was like, my left head probably get pulled over, which I didn't. Thank and you. when I eventually got a hold of AJ and told him <coughs> what happened, he's like, I don't understand, because we have this running joke. Like, I always tend to go into some bad luck scenario. I don't know why. The joke goes back to when I used to work as well. I just, for some, some reason, had bad luck to the point where one of my coworkers' friend. Um, she actually bought me sage, and I had one of those um, shadow boxes mm-hmm. that I put the sage in, and then I put open in, open in case of emergencies or whatever, and I had it displayed in my office, and that was, like, the big running joke. <laughs> like, we need to go get the sage! Um, did you bring it home, or did you leave it there I left, left it there did as you? a memory. Cool. Well, um, talking about bad luck, uh, so... I had mentioned that my parents are going to be flying in for my daughter's birthday mm-hmm. and that, you know, as of then it was a surprise. Well, as of yesterday, it's no longer a surprise. Um, that was my choice to relay the details. And the reason I relayed the details is I got notice from my mom on my dad's cell phone literally within 40 minutes after having a normal texting conversation with my mother, talking about things that she's bringing on the trip. For instance, we're doing a a cat theme, which we've done before for, I think it was Braden's fifth birthday. Um, Braden didn't pick a theme this year. I have Hocus Pocus. I have unicorns. I have mermaids and I have cats and I might display them all. Miss, (laughs) I don't want to party. I'm going to just hit you with everything. So... Anyway, within 40 minutes of my mom sending me a picture of a, wait for it, pooper scooper, 
they already knew, so that's not much of a reaction. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, okay. That, see, I gotta, I gotta save some of those details for this, so I actually get what happened when I told them. But anyway, it's a pooper scooper, and it's really cute. I know that sounds weird because it's supposed to scoop poop. Maybe I'll share a picture of it on the pot on our uh, social media. But it's a little kitty cat, and the reason why she has a pooper scooper is there's a recipe for a kitty litter box cake. I don't know if I talked about that last time or not. I don't think so. But that's what she intends on making. So she's texting me. She, oh, I found the recipe. Oh, here's the pooper scooper. We just need the litter box. And at the end of the recipe, it says add plastic flies. I said we could skip the flies, but you and you just use the you, me- could- to- you melt tootsie rolls, and then go like this for them to make them look like poop on the top of this. Kitty litter cake. Yeah, but it's like, how is it going to look and, like, somebody's appetite be like, Right. As- oh, no. Aesthetically, there's going to be people that are like, I'll pass. Just because it... Just because it looks straight up. I've seen pictures of people do it before. What, Jen? I was going to say, instead of using an actual, like, kitty litter uh, box, just use a tin. I've seen it done in, like, a tin pan, too. Well, clearly I'd get a brand new kitty litter box Obviously. and I'd wash it. It wouldn't be one that was previously, you know, obviously. She's going to use her own cat litter box. <laughs> when, when I change my cat's litter boxes, I I say, um, I'm cleaning I'm cleaning the kitty palace, or I'm cleaning the poop palace, as I'm saying it. And then when I'm done, I say, okay, the poop palace is ready for your royal heinies. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. Yeah, you know, I talk to animals. Um, mine especially. But anyway, so everything's going well with the texting with my mother. She's preparing for the trip. She's got some stressors. You want to talk about bad luck? My mother's had bad luck since the day she was born. I literally, one of the things we talked about is she should... Yeah, mine isn't really like bad luck, bad luck. It's, it's just like comical, random yeah. things. And I'm like, of course it would happen to me. Every time my mother has prepared for a trip, every single trip she has ever taken, something has come up right beforehand that has to be dealt with uh-huh. immediately, which doesn't allow her the luxury of just relaxing and coming on the trip. Something is always going on. So you just have to do like a surprise trip that she doesn't know about. Take her with no clothes and buy them when we get there, <laughs> yeah. right? And be like, all right, you're good. Yeah. Relax. So the the problems that were at hand at the moment that we were calmly talking about is she has a cat that is going back and forth like on death row, and she's trying to make the decision, which it's never easy, do I play God and euthanize this animal? Or, you know, and every time my mother thinks, okay, I'm going to set the appointment, then the cat ends up perking up, not fine, like (laughs) she's, yeah, better, and eating and drinking and, and whatever, and then... So she's got that with the cat. I'm not sure exactly what the problem is. Um, And then her dog is not on death row. However, he's got a problem with his gums Mm -hmm. where they're bleeding and they're pussing. And, of Mm -hmm. course, it's going down his throat, which ultimately, if you have bad decay in your mouth, even as a human, that can be poisonous to you. It can can ultimately kill you. Yeah. Um, So she's dealing with that and talking to me about that. So now the last message she sends me is this cute pooper scooper and then 40 minutes later from my dad's phone i get a picture of my dad sitting on an emergency room bed with a man doing something with my dad's left hand and i'm like wtf whatever and she's like i don't know how to use this phone (laughs) and i'm like 
<laughs> what is going on? I don't care. Figure it out. You just wrote, I don't know how to use this phone, so clearly you're getting something across. What the hell is going on? Uh, the man was snowblowing, and he was done. He snowblows his church. That's, you know, he takes care of the maintenance through the summer and the winter for them. Um, something that he's picked up since he's been retired. And, of course, their own yard. And he makes paths on the sidewalk around his yard and in his backyard so that the dogs have a path when it's it's snow. Yeah. Um, and he was done. But out of the goodness of his heart, the lady across the street who lives alone, um, hers had... And mind you, he had done this on Saturday and Sunday. So it's, it's you know, 1 o'clock Saturday afternoon. He decides to go across the street and just take care of this lady's driveway. And for whatever reason, the man decided to stick his hand in the shoe of the snowblower. That, the snowblower one, dad minus three. And when I say minus three, there's my number. He literally... These they had to cut his yeah they've seen the pictures I don't think I'll share those on no. our page, um it's literally like he put his hand in a meat slicer and they, was it like clogged and he thought to put his hand he, in I it? talked to him last night and he was like I, I Beck I really don't I don't know what I was thinking he's like it was stupid and it just all happened so fast he he did say that it was stuck and he just like went to wipe the top of it real quick somehow I don't know if he had gloves on or whatever. But he said all of a sudden he ran inside, yelled to my mother, like screamed, came outside, snowblower and the shovel are still across the street. He And he said one of his fingers was facing the wrong way. Oh, ah! Yeah. And then he went back across the street, bleeding like crazy, and was able to get the snowblower and the shovel back in his own driveway. And then into my mother's car with a... I he got, like, fuck that. Right? Right. <laughs> to take my snowblower, save my fingers. So he ended up being in the ER, and it was a Sunday, so there's no surgeon or orthopedist, and you would think they would have them on call, somebody. Yeah. You know, like have multiple doctors that deal with different things that can be on call for their local emergency rooms. Yeah. I mean, I know... Yeah, because things happen. Right. I know they need a day off, but you would think the weekends are, are busier for accidents. Yeah. You know? And, I mean, anything happens... So, like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. So, anyway, the, I, I was going to say the short of it all and end it, but I really can't because, you know, you guys, you, you know my mouth. Yeah. Um. So, we, right now, we've said it a million times, we're pre-recording. Today is Monday, March 6th. This happened on Sunday, March 5th. My parents have a flight scheduled to be here on Tuesday, March 7th, tomorrow night. Less than 36 hours from now, they're supposed to arrive. So yesterday, apparently, they cut his wedding ring off and were able to clean it out. Um, I still have so many questions I want to ask him. Like, did he have a glove on? You know, all this kind of stuff. But they cleaned him out. They stitched him up. He probably did if it's cold and I would imagine, yeah. Yeah, but you never know. But So they, they cleaned it up, stitched him up. And took another x-ray and said that his fingers aren't broken. They are, the bones are shattered in the Mm. three fingers. So as of this morning at about 9 a.m., I was sending texts like, you know, any news? What's up? 
And of course, at this point, in my opinion, the trip should be the last thing on their mind other than canceling things. Yeah. Because he is going to require surgery. Yeah. So he was at the orthopedist first thing this morning, and I have not heard any news since. And we're now at about 1230 in the afternoon. Um, I don't want to keep texting. Yeah, to bother I'm not sure what he can do. Number one. Yeah. And number That's two. three fingers, was it? These, he has his pinky and his thumb, these three fingers, on his left hand. He could be a surfer. Yeah, if they have to amputate <laughs> it, he'll just be like, gnarly. Yeah. <laughs> gnarly, dude. Um, so, of course, you Is know. Is it his main hand? No, he's okay. right-handed, so that's a good thing. But yeah. I've had surgeries on my hands for and wrists for carpal tunnel. And you realize very quickly. Well, how much you, you don't do. count. Because you were at the beach the day after your carpal tunnel surgery. And I'm pretty sure we were drinking the same night as one of them, too. The first one. Yeah. I vacuumed. <laughs> That's the one thing you tell Becky no. Yes, yes. She's going to do it. I defy authority. Yeah, so anyway, um, I don't know if they're coming here or not. When I spoke to him... He was like, you know, I'm, I'm really sorry. I told him that I let Brayden know. Brayden talked to him a bit, and Brayden's like, I'm sorry that happened, Grampy. And Grampy's like, I'm sorry, Brayden. You know, we really wanted to be there. And he's like, it could still happen. I was like, listen, I said, when I've had surgeries, the last, I mean, it's my choice. Yeah, I went to the beach. Yeah, I had a but game. But you were still home in your, or when you were home, you were still in your own Yeah. Um, yeah, not traveling somewhere. Yeah. Right. I mean, other than 40 minutes to the beach or whatever. Um, and I had the means to get my ass back home if I needed to. Right. Um, so I told him, I was like, the last thing you want to do is, you know, be staying at my house or at the inn or whatever where you don't have the comfort of things of your own home. But I have already thought about things I can use for him. Like, so you know how you have different sized ice packs that are meant for either lunch boxes or your body. Mm-hmm. So I actually have a styrofoam cooler of a bunch of the little packs that you can just throw in. But it, you know, it's awkward, right? So I had an idea. Um, my friend Melanie, when oh, I had my, pack. I think it was my your knee my surgery. first knee surgery, she brought over. It's called like an ice man or something, and you fill it with ice, ice and it runs the cold runs through these tubes into like a gel like thing that velcros around you so you're not trying to hold an ice pack on you it's it's just there and okay. it's constantly pumping that cold water or whatever into you well damn oh the lighting you can still see us hi <laughs> that's that's the the um, haunted stroller it probably needs to charge the light but so um anyway i was thinking that if they do come now, mind you, I only had the shoulder thing from Melanie, but it, it served the purpose. Then when I went for my left knee surgery, they let me take the thing that hooks into the Iceman. Not the Iceman itself, but the, the phone the thing. They were just going to throw it away. I said, can I have that? Yeah. Didn't they tell you like you were supposed to take the first one, too? And you were like, nobody told me. Nobody told me. And then the second one, they let me sit in my own pee. <laughs> They did. I kept telling them, I'm like, oh, it's just from the ice. Five minutes later, I'm like, I, no, that, there's, the ice is down here. My crotch is up here. I am wet. 
I walked into them changing her bedding, and she's like, I peed myself. <laughs> they, they were rolling me over, you know. I'm like, seriously? I'm like, Cabo, Triscuits, cheeseburgers, now you pee yourself. Okay. I have no control over that. I was in surgery and numb. Yeah. How come you didn't have a catheter? I did, they didn't give me one for the first one that I'm aware of. And the second one, supposedly they did. So I'm wondering if maybe it wasn't. I started to pee and they decided to put the catheter in and then they pulled it out. I, I have no idea. Yeah. The second one was actually really shady. Like even the room they wheeled me into, I was like, this doesn't look like the first one. <laughs> I looked like a fucking shed house or something. And there were no women in there. It was all men. The first one had women in there. But I didn't say anything. Whatever. I'm out. If you got to be perverted, whatever. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I would be furious, but I didn't feel anything different there other than pee. So they finally changed me. Jen walks in as they're, like, literally changing the bed underneath me. It's amazing how they can do that. I mean, they roll you and pull that. They're like freaking Houdinis of bed sheets. It's yeah. amazing. <laughs> anyway, back to the Iceman. John and I talked about it today. I was like, so instead, we can have all the ice packs for him. I have plenty. In my freezer, like the top drawer of my freezer, half of it is all different size ice packs because I'm constantly icing something. But I figured what we could do is fill that with the ice and then like you would do with a small trash can or whatever, take like grocery bags and wrap it around the top of the ice man so now you don't see the ice. Wrap his hand real good, however they have, whatever they've done with him, and then he can sit. And I can put it on a stool or a short table or something, and he can sit and put his hand in the bag so the ice is all melting and surrounding around him. And he's not trying to keep his hand. He can... He might have to have it elevated. He then. might. Yeah, it all depends. Well, then I'll put it up here. <laughs> he's tall enough. <laughs> um, so I don't, I don't know. I just feel... I, I am mortified that that happened to him, and I'm... And then, so now my mom's having to deal with this. She she had to call and cancel the reservations for the one place they were going to stay. I don't know what has happened with the flight, if it's still scheduled, if they were able to cancel or postpone. I have no clue. Mm -hmm. So she's got all these stressors added to another time of vacation that she can't just go and enjoy. And my dad feels bad, too. He was like, I was, you know, I was really looking forward to it. And he's like, I'll probably still come. He's like. We're not worried about, you know, the hand. It's the fact of the follow-ups that are probably going to come because yeah. he's going to need surgery. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if and he ends And usually they want to see you like a week after. Right. Well, that's so. doable. They're yeah. going, they're scheduled to go back, you know, within one week. Yeah. But I'm, I'm nervous he's actually going to lose his fingers. I mean, it straight up looked like it went through a meat slicer. Skin was hanging off. Blood was hanging off of it. <sighs> I sent them the picture at dinner time last night. Yeah. yeah, I opened it and I shut it. I said, nope. And? I about puked. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck, Becky? Seriously. Oh, my Lanta. So, yeah, that's bad luck off of yours. How about you? So, Any bad luck? Well, not so much. Uh, not so life. The, the, the life of a mom. Um, of Chris, a human being, So, really. Chris's friend um, was in Florida with two of... Two out of three of her sons. And her oldest son stayed back with his stepdad, her husband. Mm -hmm. And 
she was, you know, on vacation, whatever. Well, her husband, who's also Chris's friend, um, he stopped to help somebody that was in a car accident. Mm -hmm. And a live wire touched (gasps) his shoulder and he was electrocuted and it... It went in his shoulder oh and my. out his toes. Oh my god! Um, he he's thankfully still alive. Like he's actually home now, but he has burns on his shoulder. He has pins and a plate in his shoulder because he shattered his shoulder, um, and he has burns on his foot of the point of exit. Oh my god! Um, they had him on like heart monitors all weekend, so, and yeah, she scary. had to she had to cut her trip. Like she had to fly home and. And then this woman, this woman is a saint. She makes all our, all us moms look horrible. She took her oldest son that night while after the day he was in surgery, took her oldest son to the awards banquet for the, they race cars and stuff. So to the awards banquet, that is what her husband normally does with him. And she took him. Wow. <laughs> so, but yeah. That, so it didn't happen to me, but it happened to somebody I knew. Yeah. I, I really didn't do much this well, weekend except finish my kit. Well, finish the one side of my kitchen and lay around. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, speaking of electrocution, um, on my walk yesterday morning at about 4.30 a.m., I took my dogs. And at that time, clearly, most normal people aren't there. So I let the, the dogs run free instead of being on the leash. And they stay near me and look back to see where I am and stuff. And when I say come, for the most part, they do. Mm-hmm. And, I can, and I have their leashes with me in case I need to get them on. Well, I noticed one of the light fixtures on the ground that's supposed to be facing up towards the tree. I noticed that it was laying backwards and pointing in the wrong direction. So I walked over to it. And you touched it. I picked it up, and I'm sitting there trying to get it to stay on whatever stand that the wire is loose out of. And I'm trying to get it to stay so it's, you know, glowing on the tree. And all of a sudden, it went pop. And I <laughs> I did one of these, and I was like, oh, oh hell no. Fortunately, I was not electrocuted. I just heard the pop, and then I kept looking in that direction. Fortunately, I was, like, rounding where it was. And I kept looking in that direction, expecting a freaking fire to happen. And I stayed around <laughs> for about 15, 20 minutes to, I was going to call 9-1 and wait. <laughs> See on um, the news. Fire right? started from Becky's <laughs> Um But also, I just, I got to step back to my parents coming. The purpose for them coming is Bray's birthday. Mm-hmm. And we had talked about whether or not I was going to do a party. And in short, I made a private event page that says this is not a birthday. (laughs) But it's a party. It's not a birthday party. Um, But you're welcome to stop by and wish Miss Personality happy birthday um, from 2.30 to 4.30. There will be... Goodie bags. There will be cake made by Grammy unless Grampy eats it all first. And I will have some snacks. Um, and I think I ended it at that. And then I added a, a, a comment in the event page that said there will be good goodie bags for any children that attend and possibly a door prize for one of the adults. Um, and oh, I also wrote at the end of the event page, she doesn't know you're coming and, and about her grandparents. Now she knows about the grandparents, but she doesn't know that people are coming. 
And I'm curious to see what happens when people start showing up. <laughs> but it's supposed to, the way we planned it, it's supposed to give us plenty of family time prior to anyone coming over so that we can sit and just focus on her, the, dire the directions. What are those things called that you hang Decorations. For? Thank you. Decorations. <laughs> I do this constantly. The decorations will be hung the night before. So this will be the first year that I'm not like, go do something, go do something, instead of focusing on the child. Mm -hmm. um, if you guys don't have anything more to add about your week, that could segue into our main topic. Or... I don't have anything else that happened. I, was, is it, oh, I got my computer. Oh, hey! <laughs> Didn't you say that last week? No, because I brought it here... Or I brought the the hard drive. The hard drive the day that we recorded. Right after we left so here. AJ fixed my computer. Yay! Yay! Could have been done months ago. Right. Definitely. That's okay. I do that same shit. I procrastinate. If something seems hard, <laughs> I put it off. You're like, it's okay. Somebody else might do it for me. <laughs> well, I did it. I ordered it. AJ fixed it. So does this... I wasn't expecting it because I knew you guys had stuff to do. And I, and he was like, oh, uh, it won't be till later. I was like, no, that's fine. Like, because we recorded, so I knew you had things to do. I was like, that's fine. Like, whenever you get to it, it's fine. And then the next morning, before the kids even get on the bus, he's like, your computer's done. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I tried to watch him while he was doing it. And he's like, stop watching me. I don't like people looking over. I was like, I'm just curious how you do it. Right. <laughs> My mom is that way. She would rather be alone, even if somebody's in the house in another room. She doesn't seem to be as productive as if she's completely by but herself. But he's on the floor in the our same room. Way. I'm obviously going to see what he's right, doing. Right, right, right. And then I'm just like looking and he's like, stop watching me. <laughs> the pressure. I can't but handle the pressure. I got it back. It took me a while to get my printer to connect to it and work the way it was supposed to work. But I finally got it and then I made some shirts for um summer and uh and me my uh saint patty's day shirt me my <laughs> me my <laughs> i my was gonna say so patty's does this shirt. mean that Jalen tees and more is going to be back up and running yep it is you, hear, sure you is. heard it here first <laughs> no i posted it oh you heard it here <laughs> second <laughs> so yeah i'm excited i am too it's been and i've actually i've time. actually already got orders too so good yeah, there you go. Fantastic. I'm very happy for you because that's that's your jam and you're yeah. good at what you do. So again, that's Jaylin Tees and no, no. Jaylin J dot Lynn does with an E designs design tees and more. J dot Lynn L Y N N E design design tees T E E S and more and more dot com. <laughs> no.com. Oh, no. No, no dot com. com. Facebook and Instagram. Meta. <laughs> the metaverse. I can I can metaverse. never call it meta. It'll always be FB. Well, metaverse is because of the whole Oculus. Uh, virtual word world. That's still what things metaverse. I know nothing about. Well, that's who created it, Oculus. Oh. Yeah, I didn't know that until we were ordering Logan's. Yeah, because you have to, like, when you set up the Oculus, you have to connect to the Facebook. Mikey's connected through mine. And Ava, we made up a fake account for hers. <laughs> How is it fake if it's real? Well, like, it's not, like, like for Facebook. Go on it. 
Like, uh, it mock. doesn't have her name. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's just yeah, like yeah. a made up. Because she's a minor. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that world. And I have to fix the tablet that I got for Braden. I literally got it. I just have to sit down and make her her own mock account. So that because everything that's on the tablet, you see all my search history, you see everything. And I, I very uh, just passed. You see your stuff on there? Because, because it's, it's under my Google account. Uh, you have to make a family account and then have her as a sub account. Yeah, you might have to help me do that. I'll have to figure out how well, I all did of it, sudden, I don't even know. At, so they're having map testing at school yeah, this week. Yeah, I just week. got the text. Yep. Um, so for my daughter's class... They're doing a test on the 10th and then again on the 15th, which, by the way, is my birthday. Uh, mine is the 15th and the 20th. I don't remember when Jacqueline's is. I know her teacher messaged us last week to tell us. I don't remember the dates, but they said if all the students, she told her students, if all the students met their growth goal, that she would throw a pizza party. Fantastic. So. I like that. Well, Braden came home with, like, this top-secret manila folder with, like, construction paper, like, shaped like a, a briefcase. Like, you know, it, it was cute. <laughs> and I looked through it. Excuse me. <clears throat> I looked through it very briefly. I knew map testing was coming. I'm like, I have time for this, but this was a really busy weekend. And I added more work to myself, uh, you know, yard sales. And then people just putting it out to the street. So I took it all. <sighs> My my Jeep is still full. But anywho, um, the tablet I saw and the icons, the Netflix um, thing, I don't have that on my phone. So somehow Netflix got added to the tablet. It might be on the tablet. It might, it might be on already the, on there. Yeah. Or she downloaded That's it. That's what I said. I'm like, what? You put Netflix on? I No, I didn't. It was probably already on there. And then I walked by. And all of a sudden, I very quickly read something about saving passwords, and she went like this and saved all my passwords. <laughs> so I flipped the fuck out, because I'm sure that now connects to my phone, that my passwords are saved, which means open up anything you want if I lose it. I save my passwords, because I forget them. I've been my trying passwords. to write them down, but I forget to write them down. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So this brings us to our main topic we mentioned at the beginning of the episode, Breaking the Good Mom Myth, written by Allison Schaefer. Um, Again, I said earlier, well, it'll probably be a continuum. Um, I looked through it. This is a book I got out of one of the little libraries, um, which if you don't know about those, you should should search them in your community. Um, it was initially set up, to my knowledge, for children's books, but there's it's children's and um, adult books. And you just stop by, and it's like, take one, leave one. You don't have to leave one if you take one. I, shit, I'll take ten of them if I like what I see. <laughs> but I, I do put back as well. Um, oh, that's I do have books. I told you I have that bag of shoes. That yes. I have um, books. Okay. For All right. The little as soon as I get my Jeep empty, I'll add that to it. So, um, I chose the second chapter, which I also mentioned at the beginning, which is called uh, My Children Are a Reflection of Me. And I chose this because I'm going to just start with the title alone with you ladies. I chose it because I've actually said those words to Brayden before. 
where she's done something and I said, don't you think that those other children are sitting at the dinner table with their parents saying, well, Brayden this and Brayden that. And if it's something bad, I said, that's a reflection of your father and I. Like, you, mm-hmm. your actions make us look bad. Okay, so that's my commentary on it before we go, dig any further. Have you guys used that term? How do you feel if your kids act out? What is your perception on my children are a reflection of me? I've never used the term, but <laughs> Jacqueline does sit at the dinner table and say, well, Brayden did this. Why you guys my kid? And ja- and Brayden has said, "Well, Jacqueline." Well, of course. I mean, that's that's gonna happen. But I'm talking like people we don't know. Like you know how well, I parent. I mean, the only you know. thing. Yeah, I think just the statement in itself is just how you raise your children is. Yeah, and what like they become in a sense. I mean, if you look okay. at yourself. So if hypothetically. So if your child turns out to be a serial killer, do you feel that's a reflection of you? I don't know, Becky. Sh- do you feel that's a reflection? <laughs> of you? I don't know. It depends. <laughs> I mean, her, her first her first <laughs> pair of shoes did have skulls on them. It's funny that you use that as an no. example. <laughs> okay, I think it all depends because some some I think it's like maybe mentally, chemically, brainwise. Of course, I feel that way as well. Interfered with that, um, but a lot of times it tends to be they had a really bad upbringing and it triggered something. So what I'm actually digging for here with the two of you is if your child acts out in any sort of way and and you're called by an authority figure, a teacher, a principal, um, maybe later on you have teenagers, um, a police officer or something. So, of course, you're assessing the situation and and possibly mortified or disappointed or whatever. When okay. He the so the, the question though, do you personally sit there and be like, "Oh my God, I, uh, what are other people thinking of me because of my children?" Is oh, what I'm trying to dig at. Maybe I guess it depends on the situation. So and if I talk to my child, be like, "I didn't raise you like that." Okay. I say yeah. That. But um, so years ago, yes, I think I've gotten to the point where I don't give a shit what people think of me. That, no, um, mine's more so, like, in my head, I'm like, I'm going to kill this kid. <laughs> um, Did you talk about Logan's issue on our podcast? I didn't remember. No, I think it was pre, pre-podcast. We started it, it like, last, during the summer. Yeah, the, and this was last year. The end our- of last school year. Our first episode oh, yeah, is dates. June twelfth, twenty twenty two. Yeah, so it was, and then it we had to retake before. take two on June fifteenth. So you're right; it happened at the end of the school year. Well, it was the middle. Of well, the do you want to talk about it now or leave it as your own personal stuff? I mean, it, there's really not much. He got expelled because the girl he was dating. Um, and how old is Logan? Is now well, thir- he was 12 right, then. Right, okay. Uh, broke up with him and started dating somebody else, and this kid was teasing Logan, so Logan told him he was going to bring a knife to school and kill him. Jesus. And on and, the school's computer. And an email. <laughs> and then wow. the next day, 
say he had his screwdriver that he does carry with him all the time because he has ADHD and it's one of the things that he tinkers with, like his watch or something. And so he got in trouble because he had the screwdriver on him, which they've never said anything about prior. And so, so they, what they consider it a weapon? Yeah. And well, isn't yeah, it just a little one? Yeah, it's like yeah, it's but if you if you pen. look at it on the school side, yeah. He did make a threat, and then yeah. it's like, there's and that, so it. on the safe side, it's and like, uh, So, if he told the truth that he had it, he wouldn't have gotten as much trouble, but he lied and said he didn't have anything on him, and then they searched him, and, and then they did. found it. Oh. So, he got expelled, we appealed it, because the kid had never been in trouble in his entire life in school, and he's a straight-A student. So, we appealed it, we won, he had to go to an alternative school for three months or something, and... We went, Becky and I went to that graduation that he did, and the teachers there were like, I don't know why he's here, like, this kid is really good, he does his work, like, and I'm like, yeah, well, he was dumb, so. <laughs> <laughs> he made a poor choice. Yes. Yeah, so. and, and he is a good kid, and the part you left out. I don't know, he's starting to turn into a teenager, and I just want to freaking boot his ass. <laughs> so is that a reflection of you? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I'm actually trying to stay on point for a change, <laughs> but I do want to add that um, us family members know Logan, and he's not that type of kid. He I made, actually, you guys all wrote letters. That's what I was going to say, yeah. is a bunch of us wrote letters to talk about Logan as a human being, and this, this is out of character. He made a poor choice of words, and we all wrote these letters so that Jen could, you know, um, dispense them. That's not yeah, the right word. It was, but I handed to, them in for the appeal. To the judge or what have you, The right? lawyer. The lawyer. I had a lawyer. I ended up getting a lawyer because I'm like, they kept asking me if I wanted a lawyer. And I'm like, no, do I need one? Like, why do you keep asking me that? And then I'm like, well, I'm getting a lawyer now. So. Yeah. So thankfully, he's for the time being back on track. And he's and already it, had his computer taken away twice this year again. By you or them? No, the by school. the school for doing stupid shit and talking, messaging. Because with it's people supposed to be his, school use yeah. only. I'm like, do you not freaking learn? What part and don't then, you understand? And then because he gets in trouble in school, he gets his like stuff taken away at home. So I'm like, I can't. <laughs> And you? She's not there Anything yet. to add? <laughs> okay. So I'm going to read just a small a small little um, clip. Um, first of all, I'm not sure that I know what this word means, and I probably should have Googled it beforehand. Um, one of the bold prints, one of the first bold prints in this chapter is, it says, children as chattel, C-H-A-T-T-E-L. Um Hoping kind of like cattle. cattle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping we're not appearing unintelligent at the moment. I've never, I've never even heard, heard that. Chattel definition um, means a personal possession. Okay, that makes sense with what I'm about to read. Okay. Uh, so, in general use, chattel means a personal possession. How do you spell that? C H A T. T-E-L. All right. So that being said, this small clip I'd like to read 
is when we believe the myth that our children are a reflection of us, we end up treating them as chattel. And the definition I just said, personal. Personal. Possess, yeah. or possession, yes. And as possessions that affect <laughs> our worth in some way. No pressure here, huh, kids? This means you're allowing your value as a person to be predicted on the actions of another human being. This is problematic. In fact, the widely held myth that our children are reflections of us has led to widespread parenting behaviors so extreme that recommendations have been made to create a new psychiatric diagnosis called Achievement by Proxy Syndrome. As parents become pathologically pushy, raising trophy, quote unquote, kids. This myth has also necessitated the creation of a new specialty in pediatric sports medicine to deal with the huge spike in childhood injuries. Injuries that are the result of parents and other adult role models pushing children too hard for their growing bodies, knowing the child's success makes them look good. Oh, so like the kids. Like dance moms. Yeah, I was just going to say, like the the moms that do the pageants on the little tiny kids, like, okay, Mm -hmm. a three-year-old does not need to be wearing that much makeup. Well, it's not only just wearing the makeup, but stand straight, your back tall. And I'm not saying like, like I know you did beauty pageants, but, but I'm not saying like that. Like you did it, you know. I want a couple crowns. Weren't like. The moms on yeah no like Jojo Siwa's mom right you right. know whatever the dance mom whatever her name is I don't even know I, well it, yeah I mean, I Abby's, think her name's Abby something yeah, yeah. I don't even the, watch it she's not a mom she's the dance, dance. instructor I'm sure she's a mom no she's not a mom she does not have children I've watched the show oh I have not okay yeah. go on um I think that's more of the fact of um. Uh, it's either those type of parents that, like, they did it when they're young, so they want their child to be yeah. like that, or they weren't able to do it young, and they're just reliving their childhood through their children. Yeah, what you didn't achieve as a child, you're pushing your child to do and do better mm-hmm. in some moms, yeah. Um, it's Abby Lee Miller. And I'm not saying it's all moms, like... Abby so Lee don't come for me. Miller, you are correct. Um, She's not a mom. <laughs> She's got to make sure you're I have to. I have to be a fact checker, Meta. <laughs> <laughs> um, Abby Lee Miller. Children. And she was arrested at some Oh, point geez. And went to jail. Why? I do remember. Uh, I think it was some fraud thing. I believe. I'm not quite sure. Miller is not married, nor does she have children. Okay, well, I'm just remembering that one um, little girl that... Maddie. Yeah. Maddie something. Um, but anyway, I we've talked about putting... Sister Mackenzie. Yeah. We've talked about putting our kids into sports and stuff like that. I don't think any of the three of us are pushy. Um, yeah, no, we I want just, them to I think, try. Yeah, I think the only thing with me is, like, if you're gonna, so if you want to do the sport, you have to we're, yeah, you have to finish the season, Yep. and if you don't want to do it next year, that's fine, but we're not going to put you something in, and then you're going to 
quit or give up right. on your team because mm-hmm. um, that's not a team player mentality. But, okay, so from the sidelines, you're not, you know, that's kind of what it's talking about is molding them to do these certain things. So, yeah, it's uh, basically being pushy versus encouraging. And that segues me into um, another portion of this. Um, again, this is actually a really good book. I have not admittedly read it in its entirety, but I have skimmed through the little library I got it at. Someone had already put post-it notes and pages, and the chapter I've chosen didn't actually have a post-it note on it. I moved one of hers to it so I could keep what I wanted to speak of today. Um, <clears throat> so, it's, this is a slow parenting versus fast fix parenting. First of all, um, there's a little font change here with a nice star and square around it, whatever. It says, ask yourself, what am I trying to accomplish with my parenting? When my job is finished, what do I hope to have achieved as my child leaves my care and enters adulthood? Not to raise a little asshole. Responsible yeah. human being. Okay. That don't end up in jail or something. Yeah, I mean, of course, I would think every parent wants the ultimate best. Yeah. Um, and, and what are you hoping to achieve? So, for me, when I read that, I, I don't know if I mentioned this before either. I'm the crazy one. Um, I, <laughs> I make wishes on whiskers. Okay. Uh, I've heard about that. Um, probably from you. Probably. probably. <laughs> I have an entire tin full of whiskers from like 20 plus years. And every time I find a whisker, as, ma- as a matter of fact, I was changing the poopy palace last night. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I always sweep up afterwards. Um, at least I'm in there like five times a day sweeping. When you have five cats, you have to. So... I found a whisker in the pile of litter dust, and John was standing there waiting for the bag because he was going to the dump. I said, oh, I found a whisker. And, of course, I'm trying to, like, separate it from the litter, and I didn't, you know, I'm going to wash my hands anyway, but I couldn't pick it up. So I finally got it there. John handed me, like, this scraper thing. You would, like, get gunk off of something hard, and I was able to scoop it up and pick it on that, and I made a wish. So back to what I hope to achieve... I make wishes on whiskers, and I say multiple wishes. I also talk to Jesus twice a day at least, and I know that for those that are all in Christianity or whatever your religious belief, yeah, that, uh, they don't believe that you can make wishes or they don't believe in this, you know, like Reiki and stuff like that. Like, you you can't one-cheek it with Jesus. Well, I'm a one-cheek sneak, okay? Um... My wish, <laughs> my wishes, my wishes on whiskers are are you know for my child a lot of the time that I want her to be responsible, caring, kind. I want again, we're older parents. She doesn't. There will be nobody unless my family and sticks around and keeps in touch and keeps an eye on her. This child is going to have to be her own person. It, it's just how it's going to be. Yeah, at some point. And I just wish that she is strong and solid, and that, and most importantly, what I hope to achieve is that she doesn't struggle as an adult. 
And although I do believe struggling builds character, I don't, it's not like I want things handed to her on a silver platter, but I, I just, I want the best. Everybody does. Mm-hmm. And I think about it all the time, the different milestones that are still yet to come. I mean, Jennifer and I were just talking about boobs. Yeah. She's going to be nine. I got boobs at nine. Ava wearing, like, a sports bra. A training bra. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, anyway, some of these things hit home with me. Basically, this book is saying that slow parenting is the way things should be done. And, again, a million books. Um, And then there's the fast fix parenting, which ultimately is not so great Mm -hmm. on how your child is going to adapt from that and become. And I need to take some lessons from some of this because I'm very impatient. So the first one says your goal um, to develop responsible, cooperative, and capable adults. I pretty much just said that, right? Mm -hmm. Um, The fast fix parenting goal is to resolve immediate problems without consideration for long-term consequences and overall learning and development. I have a tendency to be like, I'll just do it myself. Yeah. You know? I think every parent gets to that point, though, anyway. Yeah. Um, I, I, I want to, and, and this is what this book talks about. Like, the introduction talks about you, you know, played with dolls, and you played as a mom when you were um, growing up. And, and now that you're a mom, it's so much different because... It's not just <laughs> carrying a doll around and la, 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 la. It's constantly freaking something. And you don't really get to sit back too much and enjoy the motherhood and just chill with your kid because you're constantly trying to run a household and do all of these things, okay? Mm -hmm. So, for me, I feel like that's where the fast-fix parenting comes in. Yeah, and it can be very overwhelming. That's, yeah. Because a lot of times, society-based, it's all on the mom with the children. When well, it comes to the children. shit. Look what happened this morning. I was not going to leave my house today. No walk other than coming here, which is a short walk from mm-hmm. mine to yours house. We've met, mentioned it before. If you don't know, go back. It's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> and and for that, if you don't know. Gunshots. Hasta la pasta. Yeah, you know, the video can't hear you hit the button. Yeah. <laughs> you just realized that? No buttons? Not for the video. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't know that. <laughs> a lot of things I don't know. And you're going to see a lot of shit that this one is going to throw me under the bus with. <laughs> I still have that video from earlier. <laughs> I won't post it. I won't do that to you. I don't even remember. I mean, I kind of do. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, okay. Damn it. Okay. So, where the hell was I in my thought about that fast fix? Or were you? You weren't leaving the house. I know. Oh, Jesus. I was not going to leave the house, right? Mm-hmm. So, you talk about, what What did you say that segued me into that? Help me. Uh, that it's usually all on the mom. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is how my brain works. I literally don't remember two seconds and it's scary. Um, you didn't get Brayden ready. I slept this morning because my dumbass was up at one o'clock in the morning, both Saturday morning and Sunday morning, and did not go to bed after four hours of sleep and then two hours of sleep. And I went ramming the roads 
for yard sales and and then after the yard sales were done getting free stuff that people said they were putting out to the road so I can dip through it and whatever and yeah so this morning I went to bed last night and I said to John I'm probably not getting up in the morning I'm shutting the alarm off and he's like that's fine I got this you know you need your sleep it's cool I wake up about 8 o'clock in the morning. Of course, my master bath bedroom has a bathroom, so I go in. I, you know, do my morning ritual, clean the poopy palace. <laughs> and then I walk out into the kitchen, and across the kitchen table from yesterday, Sunday, I see Braden's homework folder and uh... the top secret folder that I was just mentioning that not only did I get a personal text from the teacher, but also a group email stating that this folder needs to go back and forth from home to school for the next two weeks because they will be working on things in this briefcase top secret folder. Uh I'm like, oh, my God, are you kidding me? And within like 30 seconds time, I had multiple things run through my head. Jen already knows the story. Um, it, It was really quick. I was like, well, whatever. Maybe maybe that'll teach her. That she needs to be responsible for what's going That's on in her backpack. With the kids, because I'm like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> right, and I've been like tra- I've told you, put it in your book bag, and mm-hmm. if you don't, that's on you. That's gonna be yeah. a reflection on your grades. Exactly, and I have been, I've been getting her there. I guess okay. So very quickly in that moment, I was like, oh well, maybe she'll learn, and I'm like, but she needs this to learn. These tests are important. So I text the teacher at 819 and said, oh, my God, John got Bray ready. I see her folder and, and stuff here. I will have it to the school within 15 minutes. I didn't even look in the mirror. And, yes, I went to the bathroom first and brushed my teeth, and that was about it. I, you know, wiped the toothpaste off my lips but didn't really look at the bedhead. I threw a sweatshirt on, no bra, put my Crocs on, and out the freaking door. And at 8.33, I'm texting the teacher again that I just handed it to the front desk. That's less than 15 minutes. I freaking got it there. And it made me think of, okay, that that's a good mom, right? Or am I enabling Brayden to continue to let me do the work? I mean, I see it both ways for that situation being she is in elementary school. I know when Gianna was in high school and lit her school was two minutes down the road, she drove herself to school, or maybe the day she didn't drive herself to school, she'd be like, oh, I forgot this paper on my desk. Can you bring it? I really need it. Or one time she forgot her computer, and I'm like, nope, sorry. I got shit to do. I'm not. You should have brought it. Like, hello, you're freaking in high school. Yeah. So, I mean. um, I mean, they're going to have to learn at some point. Yeah, exactly. They'll be out of the house and... See, I always have these talks with my children, depending on what situation, and it's always the road you walk down on. You have two different choices in life. Yeah, you've said that. I've said this multiple times, probably on here as well, but it's like, we can only help you so much for learning and showing, like, kind of guide you to the right path, but at the end of the day, it's your choice. It's what you do is going to reflect on your life. Right. Yeah. Well, so I can go sideways off of that because we are all human beings, regardless of our age. And as young adults, as middle-aged adults, as older adults, 
we all have left things at home when we're on our way to go do something. Yes. Or you lock your keys in your car. Like, for example, when uh, the first time we took Riker to the beach, I left the milk in the milk warmer, and I had to end up breastfeeding him right there on the beach because I'm like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I left it. It was right there. Well, at least you weren't doing strictly formula at that point and had something to give him. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we all, we've locked ourselves out of our house. We've, you know, um, so it's not necessarily responsibility. But in this case, I'm not sure that Brayden really knew or not. Because I didn't get the text or the email until yesterday afternoon. And I had just been focused on my own stuff and Mm -hmm. was letting Brayden do her own thing. And John was doing his own thing. It was just kind of a weekend together, but separate. And so then it's like four o'clock in the afternoon and I'm pulling out this top secret folder and I'm like, you need to study this. I said, first and foremost, you need to go to this link. And that's what had brought me to the whole seeing Netflix and stuff on the tablet. Um, And I had put, you know, the papers opened up. I pulled them out of her backpack. I put them on the table. I didn't put them back. So it and I said, I read the stuff to her that this needs to go back and forth with you. I called John, or I'm sorry, I don't know who called who. It doesn't fucking matter. I talked to John this morning, and I said, I woke up to all of Braden's school stuff. She went to to school with an empty fucking backpack. And he's like, I asked her if she needed that stuff, and she told me no. Mm. Now, the blue folder always goes back and forth, but... In my opinion, it doesn't really need to because it is for homework. It's just to keep it in that slot instead of being sloppy mm-hmm. in a backpack. But the top secret stuff I knew for a fact she needs. And he's like, well, she said she didn't. So I'm not angry with her because I'm not sure that she knew. And I don't need know that I'd be angry. I would just be disappointed. Like, you're supposed to make sure that you are doing this stuff. Mm-hmm. This is that that grade where it changes from being coddled to not. So, um, I did end up saving the day and bringing it there, um, because I want my child to succeed. Yeah. So I'm going to pick up the pieces. That's, that's my parenting style. Um, good, bad, or indifferent. Who knows? I mean, they're, they're, nobody knows. But going through some of these slow parenting versus fast fixing, slow parenting for the next one says you're you prepare and empower your child or fast fix parenting you protect and control and i feel like i do a little bit of both um i have a tendency to take control of situations because i am impatient and it's yeah. something i need to work on but am i affecting my child in the long run from being becoming her own person because i take control Probably. Do you guys take control? Yeah, in certain situations. Like, if I'm like, do this so many times, then it's like, I'll just do it myself type situation because you're getting impatient. Yeah, so I think that I, there was something I read really quick about the the kids. I didn't, I didn't mark that one, but the kids end up, Um, behavioral-wise, end up being like, well, they'll do it for me kind of thing. Um, 
Anyway, so just to name some more, I'm going to keep going. And then if there's anything that is clicking with you, slow versus fast, stop me so we can discuss it. Mm -hmm. As for you listeners that haven't written in yet or have and want to write in again and have any comments based upon what I'm reading. Again, this is from Breaking the Good Mom Myth, written by Allison Schaefer. Um, So again, slow versus fast. Slow allows mistakes and sees them as opportunities to learn. That's something I'm always doing. The other is mistakes are not okay. That's so, you too. Not because if Brayden makes a mistake, you make her fix it. You explain to her, but you still sit there and make her fix it. Okay, so like I said, I'm both. <laughs> I'm the I'm the good parent and the bad parent all the same time. <gasps> My tattoo, evil angel. You got to stop it because I need her to be good. You know what I did yesterday? What? So as I'm going through this stuff that I pick up, there's a metal um, cross about yay tall, yay wide with Jesus on it. And Brayden comes outside and I said, come here, I need to touch your forehead to find out if you're evil. Wow. She was scared shitless. She was. She's. She came towards me and she's like, "No." And I'm like, "Why are you evil?" She's like, "I'm not sure." Oh my gosh. <laughs> she goes, "I don't. What's it gonna do to me?" I said, "It'll burn the hell out of your forehead." <laughs> You're gonna traumatize this girl. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so that lasted about. I mean, she was. I was out of control, laughing in the front yard. John's shaking his head. He doesn't know exactly what happened, but my laugh. And was contagious to him and made him carry on. And he's like, ah, what? So I'm like, come here, Bray. And and she's like, let me do it myself, John. It's like, it doesn't work that way. If you're evil it, and you're holding it. it. So, you know, we did this whole thing. And so finally I was like, here, you hold it and you touch it to my head. But first I touched it to my own and went, ah! <laughs> <laughs> like, is there anything on me? Oh and so then she was super scared to even touch it. And yeah, I know that. <laughs> sometimes it's fun to mess with your kids I, that's where the immaturity comes in with me and my kid I am like the big sister I'm not touching you I'm not touching you I'm saying that she's evil and you're gonna put a cross on her head <laughs> Poor they thing. can't hear the button ah! the listeners can <laughs> god damn it All right, so slow parenting, you do with your child. Fast fix, you do for. Again? Because I've been recently doing things, like showing them, like doing it, but having them do it with me for certain things. So I'm like, this is how I want it. Yes. This is how it should be done. So that's when you're teaching them to do something. Of course, you're going to do with and show and do for. But after the fact, when it's not done right, mistakes are not okay. Fast fix. You do for. Fast fix. Or again, you do with. Mm -hmm. I don't have time for the do with. Although that's what you should have time for because you want these. The years fly by. All you moms out there and dads for that matter. Once you have a child... The time, I and as you have more children, it gets faster and faster. I'm sure. I'm sure. Do you? Here's something else I did to her yesterday. (laughs) I don't know what brought it up for me, but I was talking about her turning nine um, this coming weekend, 
And I was in my head recollecting, you know, her swaddled up in a blanket and me holding her. <laughs> so I took the blanket. Oh, God. <laughs> I took the blanket and I lied it on the floor. I said, come here. And she got all excited because she thought we were going to do the, no, the lift. No, you kind of swaddle. Her. Yep. So I had her put her head in the top corner and I said, all right, lie still. Put your hands down. And I pulled the, the you know, foot part up and then I rolled her, tucked it way <laughs> under. I rolled her and then lo and behold, I fucked up my back. Worse than it already is because my dumb ass picked up this 50 pound kid and was like, how did this come out of me? <laughs> And, and so now she likes to be swaddled. She's like, do it again, do it again. That's just my parenting. <laughs> um, anyway, real quick. So slow encourages a cooperative approach to living. Fast encourages either rebellion and conflict or unhealthy dependency and pleasing. Um, slow parenting is a win-win. Fast parenting is a win-lose. Slow deals with the belief system that motivates the behavior. Fast deals with the behavior. Slow accepting, fast conditional, uh, non-judgmental versus judgmental, respects differences versus insists on right and wrong and one's own way. Um, parent as leader and guide versus parent as boss and nag. Mm. I might do both of those as well. Um, slow allows for learning and skills to be acquired. Fast provides the conclusions. Two more. Slow uses the experience of consequences to teach and instill intrinsic motivation. I do that. Fast uses the experience of punishments and rewards as a form of external control. I do not do that. I do punish if necessary, but not... I, I definitely use things to teach. I say, yeah, I do tend to do stuff like punishment-wise. Um, and lastly, um, asks, what will my children be feeling and thinking about themselves and others? Fast asks, what will others be feeling and thinking about me as a parent? So um, that really just triggered some things with me reading that. And I, I think you listeners are probably like, I know Bree said she talks to her speakers in her car like she wants to interrupt and whatever. Hi, Bree. Um, so moving on, there is a quote that um, there's two quotes and one of which I actually saw in a um, Annie's that you took the wrong way to that we went to breakfast in their bathroom. They have a photo um, of a, a, a print of a quote by Eleanor Roosevelt. We made it 20 minutes before I realized we went down the wrong road. I'm like, we should have passed it, Ray. And then I called Chris. And then as I was about to ask him where it was, I realized I was on the wrong road. Nowhere near to and life. I, I, you know, was just do to do. You were on the phone when I made the turn. Who was I talking to? Who knows? <laughs> that was like a, two years ago. I have no idea. Could have been a doctor, could have been John, it could have been your bank. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> could have been your tax person. <laughs> Insurance broker? Who the hell knows? <laughs> Got a lot going on. All right, so the quote from Eleanor Roosevelt is, No one can make you feel inferior without your consent. 
So basically, if you're like, oh my God, you're letting that person Well, yeah, take if control. you're letting that negative energy mm-hmm. take on you, it, yeah, that's from you doing it. Yep. Um, so that's a quote that I, I try to mold myself to. Um, it kind of refers to, Jen, what you said about it comes to a point where you just don't give a fuck what other people think. And I think really ultimately in life, um, that's actually something I'm trying to teach Brayden and encourage her to let things roll off because she's I'm trying gonna, to teach Mikey that yeah, too because he's, same. I say, very sensitive. Um, but he does take things to heart when it comes to people saying something. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been actually doing a lot of research too on the different <clears throat> dyes that are in foods, like uh, the yeah. red, yellow, and like the each dye is a different effect and... So I've actually, I keep saying I want to cut these out to see if, like, Jacqueline. It's so hard because it's a lot of things. Yes. I made that post on Facebook a while back that showed different options. I did too, but I haven't abided by Um, it. I just buy what I want. Well. Well, I can't say that. I'm not rich. uh, Jesus Christ. I want (laughs) to, I I basically want to do an experiment with Jacqueline because there, yeah, because there are days where, like, she might say red Gatorade you know she might have drink red Gatorade and then have the effects of the red dye yeah I so, mean well Gatorade in itself is not really as healthy I as actually they, had this conversation as yesterday. they um <laughs> yeah, claim it say, to be. yeah but um I I mean I haven't really done it I keep trying and I'll be like no this has so-and-so colors in it. You can Yeah, well, it. even with that, like, soda, like, I have soda in the house, but my kids don't drink soda. Yeah. They only drink it on special rare. special yeah. occasions, as I tell them. Yeah. Um, they drink water but, or... And I tell them, I'm like, soda's very addicting. I always had soda in my house, and we always just grab, grab, but I was like, that's why I'm, like, addicted to soda. <laughs> and they're like, why do you drink it? I was like, it's just yeah, a bad I habit. I don't really like soda, so, like, I'll go through phases. Like, right now, My I'm... favorite is Coke. And see, I used. <laughs> it's Becky's favorite too. <laughs> used to be. Um, when I got pregnant with Jacqueline, I used to not like Pepsi. Like I used to think Pepsi was disgusting. And when I got pregnant with Jacqueline, I could not drink Coke anymore, and I could, and I craved Pepsi. Yeah. And now lately, I I've been Pepsi. craving coffee. Like, I'm not really, I'm not really a coffee person. I did it to you that day with the coffee truck, didn't I? Probably. But, um, yeah, I'm not really a coffee person, but, like, it's like, now I feel like I need, yeah, it's like, now I need, like, a coffee or I want a coffee in the morning. And, like, I got rid of my Keurig that we never touched, (laughs) like, a while ago, because I was like, we don't drink coffee, we don't touch this, and then... And John, he doesn't... Now I'm like, maybe I should get a touch one, because now I want coffee all the time. He doesn't use a... Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> he doesn't, he's not a coffee pot person. He's fine with his little jars of instant, instant coffee. Heats the water in Which the microwave, is, adds the scoop, stirs so it, puts the cream and Chris sugar. Chris is like, oh, instant coffee is so disgusting. I grew up with my grandfather drinking instant coffee. So when I started drinking coffee, it was instant coffee. So Instant coffee doesn't bother me. I don't at think all. I've ever had instant coffee. So for me, I do not drink you don't hot drink. drinks. Yeah. I don't drink coffee. You like iced coffee. I like iced coffee, but it can't just be coffee. It's got to be 
caramel mocha. Well, that's my thing. Like, cream and sugar. if I have like well, a coffee, it will be like a sweet. Like, I can still have it hot, but as long as it has like like a sweet taste yeah. to it. Hot drinks, just I I just don't like even hot chocolate. I I might have. Oh my a god, sip. my kids love hot. Brayden does. So it's like, even in the they're like, summer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every night they're like, "Can we make a hot chocolate?" And I'm like. Yeah, or like no, not tonight. <laughs> I'd be like, it's the middle of summer and it's nine hundred degrees. Yeah, I no. have a box of the hot chocolate packets that they always <laughs> and that had the whipped cream in, in the fridge. Uh, I don't have the whipped cream, but yeah, they have the hot chocolate all the time. Yeah, uh, well, I never ever have drank coffee, and every once in a blue moon, if John has his coffee cup sitting around, wait a minute, if hot. Coffee. Yeah. She's never drank. She doesn't like hot coffee. Right. She drinks iced coffee. But I just said when John leaves his cup around. I mean, he does. Yeah. When? See, now I forget how to say it. <laughs> There's coffee rings fucking everywhere. I'm constantly. So I do the fast fix with him. I certainly, cer- <laughs> certainly don't slow parent. <laughs> Jesus. Hmm. I forget. Bing, bing, bing. Oh. Bing, bing, bing. Here, I clean this for you. Bing, bing, bing. <laughs> Just kidding. The dude changed a light bulb over... Okay, back to my dad. Wait. No, seriously, this is this is because we segues okay. from coffee to John to light. You'll understand in a minute. I told you before, when my dad came down for Christmas, he had two broken ribs, right? A mm-hmm. week later, I have two dislocated freaking ribs. Are your fingers feeling okay? So far. <laughs> Maybe you should not do anything. Right. All that's, I'm probably going to dip into glass or something, yeah. right? Yeah, so, wash. so and I told you how he reminded me of the appendix. He had it, and a week later, I had it. So, yesterday, when this thing happened, I said to John about all the stuff I have that I haven't rummaged through yet. I said, okay, so I'm going to cut my hands soon. And he's like, what? And I'm like... I actually, when you sent the picture, I thought it was your hand at first until I read it. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck did she do? And mm. then I read... And I didn't want to keep looking at the picture. <laughs> and I was like... I opened and closed. So and I, I saw like, everybody else commenting. I like, the picture... 360. And read it. <laughs> and then... Well, so I was like, I just need to be really aware of what I'm doing for the next week. Yeah. Because that's when it happens. And John's like, it's not going to happen. I'm like, so our light bulb went out. We have three. We have the set of lights over the master mirror. There's a main light in the middle. Those Mm -hmm. two are connected to one switch. Mm -hmm. And then there's a soft light, which is now it's not soft. It's very bright. Fucked me up when I went to the bathroom. (laughs) I was going pee. And he comes in. This happened two days ago. And then he comes in and I'm like, don't do that over my head. And he's like, it'll take two seconds. I said, what? To fucking slice me open? It's a big globe, right? Yeah. And I'm I'm like, can you just wait two seconds? And I'm toilet paper. And and he still, he took it down. And then he changed in the... I'm like, and I walk, I fucking shouldered him. And I was like, you waited two days to do this? You can't wait two more fucking seconds? And I walked away. I didn't make it a fight. And I was like... Didn't I just say to you that my dad cut his hand so suck and you're changing glass over the top of my damn head? What is wrong with you? Holy crap, Batman. So that's where I got back to dad. 
Um, so again, Eleanor Roosevelt, amazing quote, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. And the last thing is by uh, someone named Galloway. Um, I'm assuming that's their last name. And this, I don't know if it's a, it's more of a um, quote than it is a poem. Um, it's called A Seed of Thought. And it goes as follows. More of a poem than a quote. Yeah. I, I was like, I think <laughs> no, I this is, it's, well, it's bigger than just a one sentence quote, but it doesn't rhyme. I don't know. What do they Poems call? Poems don't have to uh, rhyme. Right. It starts with an H, doesn't it? I, I, whatever. Anyway, you, a haiku? Yeah. Maybe. Bless you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It's called A Seed of Thought by Galloway. When we plant a rose seed in the earth, we notice it is small, but we do not criticize it as, quote, unquote, rootless and stemless. We treat it as a seed, giving it water and nourishment required of a seed. When it first shoots up out of the earth, We do not condemn it as immature and undeveloped, nor do we criticize the buds for not being open when they appear. We stand in wonder at the process taking place and give the plant all it needs at each stage of its development. The rose is a rose from the time it is a seed to the time it dies. Within it at all times, it contains its whole potential. It seems to be constantly in the process of change, yet at each stage, at each moment, it is perfectly all right as it is. And that's how we should treat our children. Um, there's there's so much more content just on that chapter alone, mm-hmm. let alone the other six or seven chapters that are in it. Um None of us, we're not perfect. Basically, this breaking the good mom myth is no matter, there is no mom that's perfect. Even if you're calling super mom, like my friend Melanie, three kids, they're in multiple, each one of them has multiple crap going on, plus church, single mom, and she manages to put herself in three places at once constantly. She, and I'm just amazed. Yeah, I don't know. But then again, so we going back to, would you like to be invisible or what was the other one? Fly. Fly. I want to be invisible because I want to see how she does it. I don't want to. That's not she nosy. She wants to spy. I'm curious. <laughs> I want to know how she's able to do it. And aren't you ass tired? Now, mind you, I'm an older mom. I have pain regularly. I mean, I hey, don't look I'm like a it, but quote I unquote. Young mom, but I'm fucking tired all the time, too. Right, so add fucking 20 years to that. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm going to be, gonna be on vacation. Right? And you're going to be a grandma. Five kids, one of them's going to do the teenage shit. No, don't <gasps> shake that on me. What the fuck is wrong with you? Wish on a whisker. I don't Mind you, disclaimer, do not pull or cut the whiskers out of your animals to make the wish. They need to fall out naturally. If you cut their whiskers, that fucks with them. They can feel that. Yeah, that's it's their painful, feelers. right? So, for those of you that don't know about animals, and doesn't it help measure if they can fit through something? It sure yeah. does. Yes, <laughs> um, unless they are obese, and wow. if they are obese, their whiskers do not grow to the size of their obesity. 
So they'll still try to get through a space that they cannot. (laughs) Yes. And they also, a lot of people don't know, cats um, have whiskers on their paws. Really? Yes. I didn't even, I didn't know that. I'm like cat guru. I know, I knew that. Yeah. Um, So do you guys have anything to add um, for today's episode about breaking the good mom myth? Any more personal attributes you would like to discuss with our listeners? No, it's just. You know, us as moms, we just need to stop beating ourselves up all the time and just know we're doing the best we can Mm -hmm. with what we got. (laughs) And at the end of the day, your child, children are going to be who they are. Yeah. And you can only just do the best that you know that you're doing. There might be a Netflix episode like Dahmer. (laughs) (laughs) My poor kid. We're freaking... People are going to be scared of your kid the way you talk about her. <laughs> She's wonderful, really. She's a good kid. She just has some... Dark side. Peculiar... What's the word? That's the word? Peculiar. <laughs> it's peculiar. Yeah, there you go. Tendencies. <laughs> Evil angel. Uh, that's my spawn. <laughs> <laughs> the reflection of Becky. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. I, I mean, I've, I've said that a lot lately. I am sorry for the religious people to take the Lord's name in vain. I apologize. I'm working on it. But when I get away from my kid, things just fly out. When I say Jesus Christ, like last night. I should say cheese and ex- rice. As an example, uh, I was going into the bedroom and Rocky and Tank both like pushed it past me. And like, I was like, Jesus Christ. And Chris turns around and goes, no, that's Tank and Rocky, not Jesus <laughs> and Christ. <laughs> Well, bottom line is moms and even dads, um, nobody's perfect, whether whether you're even a parent or not. Um, we can only do the best we can do. And just remember that, like that Rose commentary, we're not pushing it. We're not, you And know. communication. So, like I said earlier, when moms feel like things are more tend on them, Maybe at the time when you're feeling feeling overwhelmed, communicate to your partner that you need to take a step back and a break. And here you go, because you're a parent also. Okay, so what happens, though, like last night, John and I were both, and, and I wish I had marked the part about being annoyed with your child. That's a bad thing, I guess. <laughs> um, I was extremely annoyed, and I'm sure lack of sleep had something to do with it. Um, she was off the table. Oh, oh. She kept opening the door, going ah, in the right. Well, the that door. was Saturday. It continued on <laughs> to a Sunday. That was yesterday. No, it wasn't. Oh no, it was. It was Friday. Saturday, Saturday? evening. Oh, I got DoorDash that Saturday. Yes. She didn't do the DoorDash death. She had it delivered to her, and they were safe, and our food was good. It was. Um, yes, and it, it just escalated from there into Sunday. And mind you, I didn't get home till like 3 oh, we o'clock. we all get annoyed with our children. I, I was like, I'm done. I think I might have already said that. Uh, and he took over. But, okay, you ask your parent or, or your um, partner, he was done as well. And, I mean, we were both screaming at her. And you put her to bed. He did. There's days where it'll be. Jacqueline will be like, but it's not my bed. I don't care. Go. Just go. Lay there for all I care. Just go because mm-hmm. I can't. But then it eats me up inside. Nope. Every time I have to punish her or 
I mean, and, and I just, it eats me up even as I'm doing it, as I'm screaming and being monster. Well, it depends. Sometimes I feel guilty too, but then it's just like, if I'm whatever and not like disciplining for an action, then they're just going to be and then, like, you guys, chaotic. Well, yeah, well, you guys have said too, like I explained too much. Well, I even explained my discipline during and or after the fact. It just happened, I think, on Friday or Saturday. She was... I'll have a talk after when everything's calmed down. I, I I'll be like, her, you calm down and I'll talk to you later. Yeah. I told her, I was like, I need you to know, I don't like hollering at you. I don't like having to scold you. I don't want to take things away from you. I don't want to be that person, but you set the tone. So you it's cause and effect. Mm-hmm. You act like this, it's going to cause me to be like this. And I do feel like... I am going through menopause, and I feel like sometimes I snap just because of hormones. And I don't really realize it until it's after the fact. And mm-hmm. it doesn't matter who it is. Like, And I'm already loud and in your face to begin with. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, Durgh! And if, to a little child. Um, but the thing of it is, I don't scare her. No. I, she might cry. That breaks my heart even more. Twice now, I'm like, yeah, whatever, Brayden, about not believing her about something. And she, this has just been in the last week, she has straight up just poured tears. I don't understand why you don't believe me. I'm like, that's what happens when the little boy cries wolf. And she's like, I don't even remember what I did that I lied to you. And I said, the time you took a shower and I was trying to brush your hair, it's like a year and a half ago, year ago, I'm trying to brush her hair. I said... You didn't shampoo or condition your hair, did you? She's like, yes, I did, I swear. And I'm like, if you did, I'd be able to get your hair, through your hair decently. There might be a pull here and there, but not, this is a, and I, uh, I just started taking the brush and like old school movies where the mom is like this with the brush on the, and I was just yanking her head with it. And as I'm doing it, I'm like, I've wanted nothing more than a child my whole life. How could I be treating her like this? Mm-hmm. And I, I stopped. And I, I mean, I wasn't like ripping her hair out of her head, but I was making her feel like you were supposed to do this. It's your responsibility. And now this is the effect. And I said, all right, I have a way of knowing if you shampooed or conditioned your hair, not only by the rat's nest I'm looking at, but I can check in the bathroom. I have a, a, a way to check. And she now will tell me every time she gets out of the shower, I, I did my hair. You can do your secret way. Checking the bottles. I don't know what level they were at beforehand. <laughs> I, when uh, the kids were younger, well, Mikey, I used to say, open your mouth. And he'd be like, well, if he was lying, his tongue would be quote unquote. Ah, that's good. <laughs> Mine was a mommy. So every, t- so every time they would be like, he would be like this. Or, I don't want to show you. I knew he was lying to me. That's a good one. And then, like, when they try to check in the mirror, I said, it only works when you're when looking, you're at, looking me. at mommy. No mirrors. Yeah. Oh, I like it. Well, yeah, so she ended up, I swear, I swear I did it. I swear I did it. I'm like, you have till the time I go through bathroom, bedroom, first living room, kitchen, dining room area to the next living room. You have before I reach that carpet to tell me the truth. And you're still going to be in trouble, but it won't be as bad as if. I find the secret way, and <laughs> and she, right as I was about to hit that carpet, I I didn't do it. I didn't. I'm really sorry. I spanked her for it. One, you know, quick whip and was like, get back in there and do it, and then you're going to bed. 
But since then, I have trouble trusting what she says. And now she's like broken hearted about it. When she breaks into tears like that, I know she's telling me the truth. But I don't want to bring my kid to tears yeah, in order to find out the answer. Because if somebody's constantly lying, it is hard to believe. Because yeah. I have that issue. She's with not Ava, constantly but... lying. It's been little lies. Well, here yeah, and there. but like if they do have li- tendencies to lie, it is harder to believe them when they tell the truth. Right. And I I use it as a lesson. I'm like, see, I'm like, listen to me. I was like, this happened with you and I. My trust will be better than anybody else's trust that you will ever meet. So if you end up lying to someone else in your life now or when you're older, it's going to... Jennifer's got to take this call. Um, We're about to finish up anyway. Mm -hmm. Bye, Jen. Um, So that being said, I have told her... I have told her that she needs to make sure that she's truthful. Yeah. Because you will lose those people that that you might enjoy being around or love or in the workplace. Sometimes telling the truth sucks. But ultimately speaking, it gives you val- valor. Is that the word I'm looking for? Like you're... You're a truthful person. So, you know, you got people, they know they can lean on you about things. Yeah. You break that trust, you might as well throw the whole freaking friendship or whatever relationship is away. You're screwed. Mm-hmm. And once you break trust, it is a long time for someone to earn it back, especially depending on the caliber of the trust that's broken in what type of relationship. So this is me just trying to teach her yeah, something. Yeah, but even in that sense, you go back to, like, work stuff so like when they get a job the whole things of okay we asked you to do something you better right. do it now if you yep. turn around ignore your boss or just no don't want to do it you're gone right right <laughs> and i've said that to her like, as well they're, they're not gonna put so up with it the question abby is are we going over the top with um in my case almost nine year old and yours up to 11 with ava she's 10 or oh i'm sorry she'll be 11 in november um <laughs> And Mikey turned 11. No, he turned 10. Oh, shit. That's right. They're the same age. Forgot. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, between, you know, 7 to 11-year-olds or 13-year-olds in Jen's case, let's just say, are we going too far? Is that the fast-fix parenting with us pushing the whole job thing as an example? And even the schools are putting college and career ready. They're in elementary school. Yeah. How are they college and career ready? I don't know. I just... I think you just got to take it one day at a time and do what you think is best for your child. Um, even if the book, you know, you're from a book. The book doesn't necessarily mean that's the correct Exactly, way. of course. Um, just bring up the time when AJ was on here and we're talking about discipline. You know, is it the lack of that why these children are coming up being um, shooting up schools or being very over... Uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but, like, kids these days are different than my growing up, your growing up, Jen's growing up. And, yes, I was disciplined as a, ch- as a child, but not, like, beaten. My mom would walk down the hallway and threaten us with the wooden spoon. I've never been hit with it. Um, my brother's not, but... <laughs> yeah, see, my and I've talked about that, too. My mom was always working, so she wasn't able to discipline. Mm-hmm. She wasn't able to really nurture. I was thinking about... 
Okay, I was putting on my bra today, and I couldn't... I put on my bra, snapping it in the back with my hands in the back. Is that how you do it? No, I put it... In the front, and then turn it? And then turn it, and then put it on. My grandmother, my my biological dad's mom, taught me that. Because I feel like my boobs are too big to be doing So I do this, I got new bras, and now I can't snap them the way I normally do. I can do it behind my back. And I stand there, and then my hands... I'm Since I've had the carpal tunnel surgery, I don't have the numbness... But the arthritis at early onset gets really bad. I, I can't, I'm not as mobile as I used to be, and it's very painful. So I have been now turning it to the front and stretching it around. And the reason I brought that up is because, talking about parenting, some parents are, you know, able to be there. Fortunately, now it's unfortunate why I'm home. Yeah. But it's fortunate that I can be home. <laughs> Jen's on. Hey! <laughs> what? Just my bad. What the hell? I hit it. Why are you always putting me... Yeah, take me out. Anyway, our kids are about to get off the bus soon. Um, on that note of uh, the good mom breaking the good mom myth, um, we will touch on that here and there throughout episodes to come. Um, we all have different ideas and, and it just is what it is. No book is going to tell us and we're all going to feel a certain kind of way about how we do or don't discipline our children and, um, time will tell how, how they're all going to turn out. Brayden came up, she said she's going to be president. She said, I'm going to be the first female president. All right. And I said, all right, let's roll. I don't really care for politicians. Trump's my favorite. Oh, now we're banned. I don't, I don't care about anybody. So. <laughs> I don't care about anybody but myself. I don't care for I'm either. Selfish. Uh No, I just think either way it's always negative. But. So you said um, about kids, and I shared a meme on my personal page earlier. It says, if we switched back to cursive and stick shift vehicles, we could cripple an entire generation. generation. And you started to say that about kids today. Yeah. So, yeah. On that note. All right. So you can follow our social media pages. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter, The Monster Squad, or at Monster Squad. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok, the underscore monster underscore squad. You also now can find us on YouTube um, if you want to watch the full video. Yeah, buddy. Um, of our episodes. Um, it's The Monster Squad. Next week, I'll have the actual link, I guess, you can find it on, because I don't know what it is. <laughs> um, and then, as always, any mom stories or topics that you want us to talk about, please email us at themomstersquad at outlook.com. In the title, put topic or mom story. And then, if you would like us to use your name, where you're from, or if you would like to remain anonymous. anonymous. Jen. All right. Other than that, thank you for listening to The, the Momster Squad. Squad.